0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Finding Success radio show. I'm in the studio today with Justin Abe and Frank Zorinsky. Thanks, everybody, for joining in once again. How you fellas doing? Okay. Incredible. So let's start the show off today with uh, a question. Any, any big success principle aha moments over the last week or two? We've been in the studio grinding, talking to some awesome people. We're going to do it again today. But what, what's the takeaway so far? I mean, what's kind of the high level? What have you gotten?
1: Well, I mean, I think just from the previous episodes that we have is that the people that we brought on, it's been great just hearing that the success that they've created and where they've gone, it was more about their beliefs and the, and the systems and the, and the mentors and, and everything else. It wasn't more just focused on the money, monetary value, which in, in my opinion, I think is the, the greatest aspect of success. But if you add everything into that, it just takes it to another whole level, and it's been exciting just to see everyone that we've interviewed really share the same beliefs that we have, you know, and, and being successful. So
0: yeah, pretty cool. Bob? yeah, the
2: cool thing is, I guess uh, we know a lot of these people. You know, they're not strangers to us. So um, I feel that I know I've surrounded myself with uh, with a bunch of good people. Um, I align anybody that has a company or that I'm doing business with. I feel like they have to match up. Um, not even just in the innovation, but you know, personality and uh, you know, how they are with, uh, you know, with just their attitude and perception to, to life. So yeah. it's been really cool to kind of see that translate into uh, into the audio and a video. And uh, looking forward to doing many more, especially yeah. with this guy today. Who, yeah, uh, it is cool. I've been known for many years.
0: I, I, I like the cultural thread that we see, right? It's, uh, it's very mindset-based and things like that. So cool. Well, yeah, I just wanted to pick your brain a little bit about, you know, what we've been doing here because I'm excited about it. And we've had some really good feedback from our audience. So thanks listeners for tuning in and uh, continue to do so. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on the Finding Success uh, Facebook page and some podcasts and reach out to us. If you have questions that you want us to ask our guests in the future, let us know. Um, So let's dive in today. So Frank Zerinsky, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having us. So Frank is the owner and founder of Motion City Media, a digital media company from Asbury Park. They're doing a lot of media, drone footage, photography, videography for, surprise, surprise, the real estate space. (laughs) (laughs) A bunch of real estate guys doing a radio show. Um, But yeah, so congratulations on kind of where the company has come from, where it's gone. Tell us a little bit about where you started and how long you've been in business and what's the background?
3: Thank you. Uh, Absolutely. We started in August of 2008. Uh, It's been a pretty wild ride. I used to work heavy in real estate with these two gentlemen here. Uh, We used to work at a company known as the other F word in the industry. Uh, (laughs) So uh, we love them. We learned so much there, but we we, we, we learned to to work all this together at a company called Foxtons Real Estate. We had excellent trainers, mentorship, and it's the same core values. We just all worked incredibly well together. A
0: little bit before their time, right, Foxton? Yes. They they they, came out with this kind of
3: a literally
0: different kind of model, different kind of strategy. And now there's companies like Opendoor and Mm -hmm. all kinds of different companies that are kind of predicated
3: on that Foxton's vision. He was just a little bit before their time. Interesting business model. And thank you for bringing that up because the people were there, they were amazing. It was their strategy. Uh, So initially it was all about how can we help each other succeed? And then, as the years grew on, some of the new management—it was not about how we succeed together. It was a little bit of a shift of uh, revenue, which, of course, we all need revenue and profit. But they were putting that ahead of the people. Uh, and then, a little bit, the real estate market shifted. And the best thing that ever happened to me was I got let go. But they couldn't take all that knowledge away from me. Uh, so when they got let go, one thing that Foxton's real estate did differently uh, was every single property was treated the same, peers, and that's how we treat our entire life right now. So every home got professional photography, virtual tour, floor plans. And then when Fox's went away, we noticed realtors went back to just using their iPhone or their Razor. Uh, (laughs) Razor. Using their their Razor to sell. Yeah, totally. (laughs) And they were selling the biggest asset of somebody's life with staticky cell phone images. It was shocking
0: Uh, to me too when I got in the business uh, about 10, well, 12, 13 years ago too. And I'd go on the MLS and people would tell me what they're looking for. I'm looking through these photos and I'm like, It's a $750,000 house in wall. And I'm not sure if that's a cat on the counter (laughs) or what, right? It's like, so yeah, it definitely makes a difference. I mean, so we've flipped probably a thousand houses now over the last 10 years. And it was about three years ago that we started hiring you guys and night and day difference. Now that everybody's shopping online and seeing the house online first, what a difference from our flips from when I was taking the, the shots with my iPhone when you guys came in and and took some professional photos and the number of views on
3: zillow nearly tripled in the first couple of days and
0: it it really does make an impact so that's a pretty cool story that's
3: the goal and it's the emotional engagement somebody can't engage with a grainy dark photo but when it's beautiful well lit open space like oh i'll put my furniture here this is where my kids are going to hang out in the morning eating breakfast uh so that's that's what the difference is and also so you as a buyer you were skipping out on the properties that have the crummy photos But a lot of people don't realize, a lot of realtors skip showing those properties as well. Mm -hmm. That's why the professional marketing isn't just proper for the seller. Realtors, when they're booking out their properties, what to look at, something doesn't look right. They might just go ahead and avoid that property as well. So it goes full circle.
0: Totally. All right. So you're in Foxins, met these
3: guys, great culture, learned a lot. And then? So when I was laid off, uh, it was just a blessing disguise. I'm like, all right, let's take this time to reevaluate what what we want to do and where we want to go. And I made uh, one poor decision, which was getting back into the corporate world. I worked for a very large telecom company for about six months. Uh, my trainer, everybody around me like, Frankie, what are you doing here? You need to be running your own business. Uh, so I, I took that leap, uh, I left. And at that time, uh, unemployment actually had a program where it's like, hey, if you're unemployed, we'll send you back to school for four months to learn how to be an entrepreneur. Uh, so I took advantage of that, met some amazing people, just learned everything I could possibly learn in that time frame. I uh, registered our LLC, which was initially TriStar Media. Uh, handles weren't available because we want consistent branding. It's got to work on every single channel. You can't have a little bit of a different handle across the board. Uh, so music-focused. Love my music. So there's a pop-punk band called Motion City Soundtrack. I'm like, oh, Motion City Media has a nice ring to it. We'll see if that domain's available. So got the got the business going. Uh, my mom bought my first camera. Very grateful for that. Thanks, mom. And yeah, <laughs> no real other than taking concert photos with a disposable camera. No photography experience whatsoever. Really, correct. But what I did have a strong background is service. How do we really like connect with people? It's all that emotional intelligence of like the service industry, and that can be applied to to any industry. So I'm like, all right. So I got the people skill set. Now I got to learn the tech stuff. So, well, I so just, let's,
0: let's pause there for a second. So sure. how do you make the decision to say, all right, I'm going to start my own company and then
3: choose real estate photography as the niche. Yes. I mean, where'd that come from? Because in my mind, I loved the real estate industry so much. When I worked at Fox and real estate, I wanted to stay within the real estate industry. one had an awesome circle. Like these are all my boys. You know what I mean? Like, so I wanted to stay within the real estate industry, but exit the actual sales process. So it was my way of being like, okay, we're going to start a marketing company to support the real estate industry. Okay, so so that is that's why we chose that. Yeah, uh, and, and and also it's a skill set like it takes a long time to learn, but once you do it, like you just nail it. Like you, you kind of like just float through and just get these beautifully perfectly composed shots while having a good time with the agents. Like our agents are our best friends. We laugh, we smile, we have a good time. Uh, it, it's pretty incredible. So that's that's why I wanted to stay within real estate. And it's an industry that I knew and that I love. So I wanted to just work in it in a different capacity.
0: Interesting. All right, so very cool. So you go, you, mom buys you the camera, <laughs> you're starting to take some photos, you're starting to get good at it. I mean, you have some connections in the real estate space, yes. but how do you start We We, we truly and...
3: only had a few and uh, there was actually no door knocking, no marketing. We've grown everything organically and it's just all been through kindness, doing the right thing and just always being accountable and authentic. Uh, so we, we had our first couple shoots with with Abe and Justin and their team. And then it just slowly started to grow. They invited me to their first broker's open house. We met a few other agents and brokers who also we had just great conversations. Then I remember our third shoot was a gigantic uh, property because yeah. <laughs> um, I was working a full-time job oh, for the six dark. years while <laughs> I was growing up the business for the first six years. Uh, so I was just there hustling working the eight, 10 hours doing photography and then working my eight hours full-time at night. And then it just kept going. And then you one realtor tells another realtor because we work in such a unique industry. So every agent or client we work with, excluding your company and a few others, they're independent contractors, but they're also business owners. So it's a very unique industry where most people don't meet their competitors once a week. All of our realtors are technically competitors to each other, but they've got weekly meetings. So if you crush it and do a great job, they tell everybody. And also, if you don't do a good job, they tell everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the realtors are just naturally sharing our information. Like, hey, have you tried Motion City yet? Uh, so our service was always there. We love it. That's, that's how we grow is our service, our culture, and our people. What really also set us apart at the beginning was technology. Like, there's a few different ways to, like, shoot real estate photography. The old school way is bring the flash in making everything too bright and ugly looking and unnatural colors. And we worked something called high dynamic range, which for the first seven years, we were one of the only ones in the area doing it. Now a lot of other people are doing it. We've got the process perfected. So we got to jump ahead of everybody else because it's all about forward thinking. Like we don't want short hits. We want longevity with everything we're doing. Sure. Well, to speak to that, I mean, um, so obviously we had a prior relationship.
2: Yes. Which helped. So like we didn't, it, it wasn't about, you know, uh, Frankie uh, just started, you know, because really there was no professional companies that were that were doing this that we were aware of. Um, so the timing was right. There was a gap in the market. Yep. You just came in and applied yourself, and we knew you were a good dude. <laughs> and that's all we really cared about at the end of the day. That's it, 100%. And then I think with the other people, I think, you know, other agents, they just saw, I think, what we were doing, too. So we stood out, our listing stood out, and everybody took notice, I think, pretty, pretty much Quickly, that's what happened. Yes. And then the ball started started rolling for you. So absolutely. a lot of times it's just identifying, you know, again that gap in the market and then taking advantage of it. Whether you are ready for it or not, you have to be in it we to, had to, be. to win it. <laughs> yeah, you know totally, what I mean? Absolutely. You couldn't say, "Oh, I'm not an expert yet. Let me wait two or three years and then get going," because somebody's going to jump in line and steal, yeah. you know, steal that clientele.
3: It was yeah. constant education, books, YouTube videos, what everybody else is doing, researching, you know, real estate photography companies in California mirroring perfecting correct you can't wait you got to jump on it mm-hmm. and it was all self-taught like by the time i was able to get into college to take a photography class i dropped it because i'm like hey i got this already yeah. i gotta be out there shooting i can't be here anymore uh so absolutely correct Action. when you see that when you see that opening you go for it and we still we are just true believers in like we're not going to do anything that we're not going to just crush and present properly so if projects not a good fit for us like hey This isn't a good fit for us, but I know three people that will really do a good job on this for you. We always want to wow our clients and be accountable to that.
1: What I I love uh, about our relationship with Frankie is we have a mindset in our office uh, at Remax is I constantly teach our agents to find as many iPods as possible, iPods, identifiable points of difference. Mm. And from our relationship starting with Frankie… You know, Frankie had the same mindset. It's like, what can I do to separate myself from everyone else? And I remember that large house in Mandalay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that, like, you know, it's like you know, Frankie was doing the professional photography. Everything was great. He's like, I could put this on a DVD for you. Yeah. That's I remember. Right. When we, I remember when we presented <laughs> to our client. She was like, Oh my god! She was like, blown away. She's like, My house is on a DVD. You know, it's funny because it's like, this is great, but like, uh-huh. you know, what how do, do we do get this to the buyers? You know, <laughs> and it's it just the evolution of where we where we've gone since then. You know, and and just. From where your company's grown, Um, I mean, most photographers will do a shoot. Like, here's your photos. I just had a shoot that Frankie's uh, uh, team did for my waterfront. Immediately called me up and was like, "Look, some of these shots aren't coming out right. We need to come out, you know, you know, reshoot some of these shots just to get the right shots." And it was awesome. You guys got in there right away. My my client loved it, and we were able to piece it together quickly. That's what takes it to the next level, man.
3: Thank you, Abe. And you know what? It's ownership. We take 100% ownership. Most shoots go perfect. Some don't. That one, there's a few scenes. There's like an exposure issue. Okay, great. We're not going to punish you. We're not going to punish your seller. Let's fix it. Let's fix it immediately and make it even better. And then the key is really learning from it so we don't do that next time. So we have like a mini education session. Like, okay, cool. When we're firing into windows, this is what happens sometimes. And now we learn from next time. But it's all about owning it. Not like, oh, hey. That it wasn't a good angle, we skipped it. It's like, no, we made a mistake, and here's how we fix it going forward. That is truly everything.
1: And I I loved, you know, you knew my timeline, and you (laughs) you caught it ahead of time, you got in there, you got it corrected. So it's great.
3: Thank you. That's what it's all about. Like, we always strive for 100%, right? We strive for perfection. When it doesn't happen, it's all about how we fix it, and again, meeting our timelines and just doing the right thing for the client. Uh, In fact, this might sound a little crazy, but we've gotten so much of our business from competitors not taking ownership. It's like, okay, we're going to send their photographer back out, but that's an extra $75. Um, we spend $8,000 a month with your company. Can you not charge me 50 or $75? No, I got to pay my photographer. And no, me, I'll eat that 50 bucks because of how good they are to us. And I'm not talking financially. It's about how they treat our team in the field. And that is truly everything. They look forward to going to the shoots. They're not like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I got to shoot with this person. They're, they're miserable to me. They're not nice. You know, they hug open arms like, hey, do you want to drink? Like, like, let, let's do this together. Cause that's, it, it's all about the, the, the team mentality. Like let's succeed together. Cause it is true. The better all of our clients do, the better we do. Just, we want to get there first. And then the success comes around to us.
0: You know, it comes through too. I mean, so I fired myself, you know, to brag <laughs> on, to brag on these guys a little bit, the Remax guys is, you know, so I have a broker's license and we were <laughs> flipping houses and I was listening to myself, right? And I'm taking the phone calls, I'm doing the listing agreements, I'm negotiating the deals and why not? I mean, I'm saving myself the 5%, right? And it makes sense from a business perspective. So I thought, <clears throat> finally, we just got too busy. So I fired myself to hire these guys. And, you know, so Justin started coming out and he was like, well, so here's what we do, right? And Motion City is part of that. And I said, yeah, well, whatever. What's it going to cost me? And he said, no, we're going to take care of it, right? And there was one time, similar story as Abe, where you know there was a photo that I got sent a bunch of proofs. I looked at it. And before I even pointed out the problem, right, you guys reached out and said, hey, I'd like to go back and reshoot this one angle. And it was a flip. And I was like, okay, (laughs) right? And from a business ownership perspective for me, right? I mean, we're doing... 150 flips in a year. So um, I don't have a ton of time to chase people down and say, hey, you didn't do your job properly. And so when you take the ownership like, you, like you're like you talking about and take that accountability and you step up and say, hey, I'm just going to go fix it. And no, I'm not going to charge you a trip fee for it. I would have probably paid it, but I've probably been a little pissed, to <laughs> be honest, just because I didn't make the mistake, right? So from a business perspective, I want it to be automatic. I don't want to think about it. I have a, th- a thousand things to think about. And... So that's when it comes through is when I know that it's just gonna be done and
3: done right. So well we're putting our name on everything and that matters, right? So if we're looking good, we wanna be an extension of your brand, you need to look even better than us. It's it's that simple and that's why we have a system and a process for everything. So when we're done with the editing and something doesn't look right, it's rare, but it does happen. Like you know, right, some days we shoot forty homes a day. Something might happen, but it's like, okay, well this is why we proof everything first thing in the morning. Make that phone call, be like, "Hey, when can we get back in? If this if this happened, or also we look at everything. We're like, you know what? Standing in that third corner would also be a nice shot. Let's get them on the phone and call them out there, or just surprising people with good things, right? So, uh, uh, there's like a technology where you do like a 3D rendering of a home. Sometimes we'll just surprise clients, be like, "Hey, we did this for you at no charge. You know, let us know what you think. Such a cool floor plan. We just wanted to offer this to you, and then you do it for those genuine reasons. That all of a sudden." The next seven shoots are like, I want that Matterport three D tour on my property. Right. So you do it with the right intentions, but it's also just let them see what you have to offer as well. So again, it's about doing what's right for the client and seeing what's a good fit for them. Yeah. Agreed.
0: So a lot to unpack here. So what about so let's go back for a second sure. and talk about the six years of <laughs> growing the business while working a full time job because I You know, anybody who's an entrepreneur knows what that grind looks like. Yes, and it might not be straddling two boats and being into businesses at the same time, but there's something going on. You know, when we're all building our business to to get it to that certain point, right? So, so what did that look like? I mean, what you you mentioned the hours—you're working eight hours a night, eight hours during the day. What were you doing at night? What were you doing during? And then where was the breaking point to where you just said, "All right, I'm all
3: in." Yeah. So that's. Excellent question. Thank you so much. So again, it was truly all about the people around us. Like I've got amazing mentors now. And most of those amazing mentors also come from 15 years ago. Uh, so we worked with somebody else, uh, Rob, who also worked with a, at Foxton's real estate. Just the man could not say more good things about him. Uh, he was like one of my mentors, then. He was like my, my boss at Foxton's when we were doing like cold calling and everything else. Uh, Rob, you know, everybody got let go when that business went under. And then I'm just, you know, trying to figure out what I'm going to be doing with my life. And I get a phone call in Wawa and Rob's like, hey, Z-Man, I got a potential job offer for you, virtual call center. Like, I'm in. Uh, So I go up, I interview. And for those six years, uh, I was able to do virtual call center work from my bedroom uh, for like top brands. And they would just route the calls to me. Uh, And then I did get to a breaking point. I was working uh, 16, 17, 18 hours a day. So it's, you know, You were shooting most of the day. Then I was answering phone calls for eight hours, being routed to my bedroom, (laughs) editing, editing during those phone calls, going to bed at 2 a.m., waking up at 8 a.m., and then doing it all over again for the next six. I would work six and a half days a week, and I did. I lost my identity. So my friends asked me to go out. Like, I had nothing to talk about other than, like, Couch Trends. <laughs> um, <laughs> co- co- colors of the year, yeah. right? I had what not to colors buy? of the yeah. year? I, 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 like, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I had nothing to talk about uh, other than like real estate and appliance right. repairs. Don't buy that microwave. Um, and, and, then, <laughs> and then, and They're then, blowing yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, uh, I also worked for like a, a book company, and like I'm like I can talk to you about books uh, and logistics. Uh, so that was. I was gonna honestly, I was gonna give up Motion City Media. I got to the point where I'm like, you know what? Got to pay my mortgage. Uh, I can't make this work. I'll just do Motion City Media on the weekends, right? Oh. And I was gonna get a, not I was gonna get a killer job offer, great money, five days a week in Princeton doing what I used to do, IT sales. And then I told Rob, I'm like, hey man, I don't want to do this, but this is what I might have to do. And you know, we all look out for each other as we grow, and uh, it's it's about earning things. So I assure you, I busted my butt working at home, so I was accountable. My numbers were as good, if not better, than all the numbers of everybody in there. And Rob secured me a awesome raise and uh, to be able to keep the numbers working. And then at the same time, he changed my role to no longer uh, be answering phone calls, but to be coaching thirty agents remotely. Ooh. So I got to coach agents. I would listen to the phone calls, review their phone calls at four o'clock in the morning, right, to keep thinking, making everything work. Then all I had to do was give them coaching sessions the next day about how to answer calls better, instruct like, hey, this is how we make an empathetic statement to get on the same level with your client. And that lasted about two more years. And then I was eventually let go from there. I'm like, here we go. Let's run with Motion City Media. And then it was shooting 8 a.m. till 7 p.m., editing on the couch from 7 p.m. till 2 or 3 a.m. and then just going out. So once I hit like 45 shoots a week, uh, it was time to expand. And I do need to share another like big part of our success It it was honestly a coffee shop in Asbury Park called Cafe Volan. Uh, That's where I used to do like a lot of my editing and work. And then all of a sudden you start meeting friends there. And the one coffee barista Ashley is like, hey, you love my friend Drew. Uh, And Drew ended up being our our lead photographer. Uh, And then Drew and Ashley knew Maddie, who's now our director of operations. And it was all about being a part of our community. So I'd be there building our website in the back corner, drinking a lot of coffee. (laughs) And then I'm getting connected with all these people and now truly a coffee shop and being part of our community is responsible for about eight out of our 22 people, just because we've all met just by drinking coffee and talking and having conversation. And I'm very thankful because I would not be where there's many people to name, but we would not be where we are without my parents, all of my mentors, all of our peers. Like it's, we're only successful because they set us up for success. And I remember this, like. I trained Bo his first day as like an agent out in the field. Now he's training me. I, I wasn't and now, even
2: official though. Yeah, it wasn't even official. Like, I was working another job. They wouldn't let me become a buyer's agent, but I'm like, that's I right. want to learn that's what that's wild. like. And, yeah.
3: and we loved it, right? So I was the number two buyer agent there, hustling, loving it. Uh, one more person with us and she was amazing. We would have appointments 90 miles away from each other. We'd have a stack day of 12 hours of homes to show and it'd be like all right i'm gonna go from sicklerville new jersey and show house in asbury park <laughs> then back to marlton uh, but you did it right you did it and that's how that's how we grew right. it all out and justin's like hey can i do a ride along with you i'm like sure i would love that i'd love some company yeah, yeah come yeah, meet me yeah, in my FBI, it's a and, and my lbi <laughs> rental and dude it was awesome and now 50 gosh 15 16 years later like we're working with our best friends like how cool could it be to work with your best friends and not feel like you're working like we work a lot my days are still 15 16 hours Coaching businesses across the country. You know, we just had our first shoot in Florida, yes, two days ago. So it's just different, but I love it. It doesn't feel like work even for a second. He's got a jet now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <He's got laughs> a in Florida, so no. He wasn't in Florida. But, I mean, it does come full circle. So
2: a lot of people may not even know, but the day that and shut the door, and you say laid off, I mean, they shut the door. I mean, everybody just got fired. Yeah. <laughs> That's what really happened. But... um. <laughs> I remember, what am I doing? So I'm, you know, r- I'm out of closing, right? I'm like, all right, I'm not even gonna get this check. <laughs> yeah. What am I gonna do? So yeah. I hack into the computer system because <laughs> one of our supervisors never changed the uh, most basic of uh, uh, one, passwords. Two, three, yeah, everybody got the same <laughs> password. It was, it was, uh, it was BOS, person. everybody, you know, started out with that and he never, uh, you know, adjusted it. But uh, I started downloading everybody's valuations because that was kind of like how we got all of our business. Um, so it was all that information, and I'm like, well, "What am I going to do with this? I'm a buyer agent. Um, I don't take listings. I don't have any buyers really anymore. I mean, I have some. Um, downloaded everything, just started calling people. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And it kind of that's kind of how the group actually started. I got connected with Abe and um, Tom and some other some other guys, and said, "Let's just go around. Let's just try to stick together." Hmm. Um, but it was at his house, yeah, <laughs> where those phone calls were actually made. Yeah, wild. So, <laughs>
3: But that, that is what it's all about. Whether times are going great, lows, highs, it, don't ma- it does not matter because we're all treating each other mutually as peers. Nobody in this room puts money first. It's all about the goal, the mission, and what we're looking to accomplish together. Truly, it is everything. If the money comes later, great. You know, we're businesses. We need the profit. But all I see us doing is reinvesting our business and our people. And one thing that we do differently, and I'm sure these guys do as well, we pay everybody above market. We make sure that they can live good lives as well. Uh, it, it's just so important for your talent because I like to look at numbers that are not on a spreadsheet because you can calculate the cost to retrain, but you can't calculate the loss of the relationships. Mm-hmm. And nobody Culture. looks at that. Like for us, like I want to, I want to make sure that we are all. Do, if I'm doing well, we're all doing well. And I don't need to own a yacht or anything crazy. I just want to be able to live comfortably and make sure that my whole team is doing well also. And People barely leave. And that's what's so amazing about it. Like you see high turnover at all these places. It's so simple. Be incredibly kind to them. Listen and give your employees and photographers opportunity to grow. That's really what it's all about. And I share the secret of kindness and it's crazy. People don't mirror it. Like it's so easy. Just be nice. And they don't get it. like, oh, but they canceled on me in the same day. Like, yeah, the kid of the flu. Why are you charging them? Why are you punishing them with a $35 cancellation fee? Because their child got sick and they didn't want our photographer to get sick. It's all how you look at it, right? So that's that's what it all comes down to. It's like put your clients first, no matter what the situation is. That is what matters. And just be kind, be nice to them.
1: I love that I love that you touched on it. We actually we discussed that in previous episodes. I mean, all about being successful, I think starts with that very simple rule. <laughs> be kind. Do yeah. what's right, you know? Um, and you know, you touched on a couple of things before. I mean, there's really no shortcut to success. You got to work hard. Um, and I think all of us, you know, have put in the time and worked hard. But some of these, you know, some people have this lazy mindset that they just want to try to skip all the steps that are in between. Be kind, do the right thing. But you also got to work hard. You got to put in the hours. You got to put in the time, especially if you want to be a business owner.
3: Absolutely. I well, mean,
0: Gary Vee talks about this a lot on mm. his podcast, right? I mean, he's always talking about how he's really concerned about the state of entrepreneurship right, right now because people are jumping into it because they think that it's sexy. Right? They think <laughs> right. it's easy. It they think cool. it's, it's like, man, yeah. I'd love to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> but he, he, I mean, he's very seriously talking about the suicide rates of entrepreneurs and startup company founders and things because they haven't gotten their teeth kicked in, right? This generation of, I get what I want because I want it, right. is not breeding the persistent, perseverant uh, entrepreneur that is required mm-hmm. to start a business, yes. right? like. To be able to work 18 hours a day at two jobs to start a business is not sexy. Right. But it's required sometimes. Yes. Yes. Right. I mean, there was a time after Hurricane Sandy where Travis and I were flipping houses. And uh, I mean, the market just went away. So for the next six months, we were mucking houses out. We were cutting sheetrock. And I mean, we were just in there getting our hands dirty and charging people what was reasonable for us to pay our mortgage in the meantime, because we just had to do what we had to do. Um, And we all have stories like that where, you know, you have to put in the work. There's mentorships, right? There's podcasts, there's YouTube, there's all kinds of things that can help you cut the line and get there faster, I think. And certainly conversations like this, I think really accelerate the learning curve. But at the end of the day, there's no substitute for getting in and doing the work. Yeah. I I bring up a quick story. Uh, This is going back before we
1: before we joined Remax. We had a short little stint with C two one, and I mean we were just I mean the amount of hours we put in. But this this story in particular was, the I think one of the things that defined us in regards to working hard during a snowstorm. We had we printed out hundreds of why why it makes more sense to own versus rent, and we hit all these rental complexes in a snowstorm. Hand, you know, knocking on people's doors, handing out you know yeah, door hangers, <laughs> door hangers, <laughs> handing these out right. in the middle of a snowstorm while other people are home, and we're like, no, we got it. This is a perfect time to get business. These people, right. are, people home. are home, you we're know. And we got a couple buyers from yeah. it.
2: You know, uh, it was frowned upon. We got a couple calls from associations, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. you can't do that. <laughs> um, but I mean, we're kind of marketing against us. We're renting, do that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you know. But
1: at the end of the day, you got to put in the time. You got to yes. put in the time. You know, I think you know that on the head. Work smarter. There's, you know, I think a lot of the things that we're talking about is, you know, things, mistakes that you don't want to try to do. But at the end of the day, you got to put in the time.
3: Yes. Shortcuts do not lead to long term hits, yeah. right? You might get rich really quick. It's not going to be sustainable. Uh, even with our growth and expansion, it's going to be slow, smart, and organic growth. What has always worked for us. You try to grow too quickly, it, it could blow up in your face. And then you're taking the opportunity away from others that helped you get there. And that's something else that, really, really does matter to me. Um, this is this is ju- a gigantic core belief. Um, just because our first clients might still just be doing one or two houses a year, I still treat them the same. I don't treat my clients that give us 40 houses a month better than the ones that treat us 10 houses a month. It's who got us there. <laughs> exactly. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but it is for real. Everybody gets the same service. Yeah. There's nobody like, oh, we're going to get this, this photographer to you or his camera is seven years old. Absolutely not. Uh, We just prioritize all clients the same way. It's all about like just being good to each other. Like we've never even had to have like that breakup conversation with a client. Like it's just all about like, all right, here's what might have went wrong. Here's what we could do to fix it. And what are your thoughts? Like everything is about just working together as a team because truly the better we all do, everybody succeeds. Like why wouldn't we want that? It's just so simple in my mind.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And it shows, right? I mean, so kindness, let your people grow. Take care of them. Yes. I mean, these are, you know, these are success principles from the leadership perspective that, you know, we'll, we'll touch in on um, <clears throat> a little bit too. But at the end of the day, it, the difference between entrepreneur and leader, right? There's that leap there between, okay, I got to go hustle and grind and do everything myself to now I want to grow my people, be <laughs> nice to them, be kind to them. And then how do I grow them into a place so that they can be successful? And I, I forget... Um, I forget who said it, maybe Steve Jobs, but he was saying like, you know, you make your people successful and in turn, it will make you successful. So we're talking about some success principles about how you've built your company. And, you know, so we're getting a really good feel of what the business is and how it was built, but let's dive into the stuff that really matters. And you've touched on it a little bit here and there. Um, You know, Let's start with just your own definition of success. How do you define it and how does it look um,
3: in your life? Of course. So this is definitely not my quote. I believe it's my Angelou's. However, it is not what you do for people. It's how you make them feel. Love so that. truly, uh, when everybody around me is happy and they're feeling good, they're doing great things, it just fuels me. Uh, even when I'm coaching other businesses, like helping their businesses grow, I don't even charge. I know I should. Uh, but you know what? It just feels good. Like I, like when they have those like breakthroughs and those thoughts. So like for sex, success with me, it's like it's not financial. It, it, it's growth and being around others that are just doing great things, having fun. And it's not even just following passions. It's like when their passions turn into their career or even something that they weren't passionate about. So for example, I was never passionate about photography. I was passionate about Service and success, and design and marketing. Mm. So, being that photographer for six years, I learned to be a good photographer and I learned to love it. Uh, but now I'm doing what I really love, which is business coaching and education and, and helping others in the industry learn because we don't look at our competitors as competitors, we look at them as industry educators. Because, you know what? it's only going to help us as well. So when, when their game gets stepped up, it's going to force our game to get stepped up as well. Yeah. And I love competition. Yeah, totally. Right. And I, and I don't. And so I love it
0: because it drives me. I also don't necessarily believe in uh, that scarcity mindset that by training others to do really well, it's going to take something from me. Oh, no, not at all. Right. <laughs> and so I. I've, we, we've built a, a really big wholesale business. There's been people that have come, that have gone, that have left. Um we have non-competes in our initial contractual provisions. We've never enforced them, right? People are out there doing the business that we taught them how to do. God bless. Go get it. Yes. Right? If, if
3: you can go win when you couldn't win here, that's great. You know, go, go figure out how to get it done. See, that is, that, listen, that is perfect. The reason why we have that exact same mindset when we're interviewing our contractors, they all have to be their own businesses. So we're like fully legally compliant. They have to be their own businesses. They have to have their own business insurance. But when they see our non-compete, they're blown away. I'm um, like, all have to do is respect these relationships. And that's the only rule. I want your business to grow. Like, it's as simple as that. Like, I want you to also be an all-star real estate photographer. And if you break away from us in three years, great. We'll support you. And guess what? We'll still find a way to work with each other. Yeah. Uh, so that is a big deal. Like when we interview them, they're like, you're gonna still let me do my own photos on the side. I'm like, of course. Yeah. Um, it's just as simple as a question, like, hey Frank, do you work with Julie? Nope, they're all yours. Go for it. It, it. It's so easy. Yeah. And then it's like, oh wow, so I can grow my business at the same time that you're growing theirs. Of course. It, it, and that's and then you get to retain that top talent. Mm-hmm. So otherwise, you're turning your talent into direct competition. Right. Where, well, and most people, because like, we align with like the kind culture. I know if I'm going to bring somebody on, within ten seconds of meeting them, it's how they're interacting. Right. Are they smiling? Yeah. Genuinely. Uh, totally. Are they kind? Are they warm? What's their agenda? I, I truly do know in like 10 seconds if it's going to work or not.
0: Who was it? Was it the <laughs> Was it the CEO of HP that does this? I, forgive me. I forget the, the name of the company that does it. But he's a Fortune 100 CEO. And he takes out all of his new hires to breakfast. And he gets there early. And he tells the uh, waitress to get their order wrong on purpose. Oh, mm. yes. right? And how they react yeah. determines if they get that job or not. Yeah. And it is so telling, right? I mean, this is a very low pressure situation, your eggs. Mm -hmm. But if they're scrambled and not over easy or whatever the case may be, then, and it's a great barometer. And we've we've implemented some of those things too, culturally just like, hey, how would you react in these situations? And put people in some some low-stress situations like that, and you'll find out. So oh, yeah. f- I just
2: eat it. I feel bad saying it. I'm just like, eh, whatever, it's food. <laughs> well, you, you also you also don't know if the cook's having a bad time. Yeah, that, <laughs> you know, that too, but no,
1: it, you're it, absolutely right. It's man. so I mean, wild. It's it's it's
3: people That's yeah. favorite people. book that I'm reading right now, uh, it's got a cursor in it, but it uh, used to be a miserable F, and then it's like an every man's guide. Uh, and it's not about, you don't have to be miserable to read it. It's a, it's a therapist, and it's just about observations and his life and his changes. Uh, one of the biggest quotes that he has in the <laughs> in the book is how some pay very close attention to how somebody treats somebody in the service industry. It'll be a true definition of their character. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. And it's not talking about bragging about a big tip. It's how are you treating the janitor? How are you treating and, and how are you talking to the waitress? Sure. Like you want to be a big part of their day. You want to brighten them up because they might be having some rough tables. Right. Uh, and then something else that like this again, he's like a therapist. His name is John Kim. Uh, which I got turned on to him. It's all connects by another person I love, Pete Dominic, who has like a, a radio show. And he got connected with like all these authors and learning all these great things. And another favorite quote is, we should always love those that we have loved. No matter how rough things could end, we should still love and support them. We don't have to work together in a business capacity, but it's all about exiting with class and still looking after each other. I just firmly believe in things like that because it all, it all connects together. Like it just gets... Absolutely crazy how things always connect down the road. So you always want to have like a really incredible reputation and yeah. just be authentic and just always be good. And I just learned that from all these influencers and especially Gary V. Uh, yeah. You know, it's just like just same thing, same mindset. Just be nice, but yeah. you got to put the work in. Like shortcuts do not work, as we talked about before.
2: Yeah, yeah it's so cheap to be kind. Yeah.
3: So like I'm on the <laughs>
2: construction sites a lot. We're you know we do a lot of new construction, <laughs> and uh, you know you in a suit or whatever, so you're walking through, there's tradespeople or whatever, and I'm always, you know, chill with them, um, just the way they be. And then, you know, eventually you find out, like, some of these people that are actually working, like, not that I was thinking that way, but they're running, they're actually running the business. Yes. And they're actually, you know, super wealthy, or they're builders, or they, yep. you know what I mean, they have but other things going like on. Yeah. But you take the time to say, hey, how you doing, what's up, Ba-ba-ba. my name's Justin, yep. that's it, and, uh, you know, then the next time you see him or whatever, you just, you know and you never know it mm. could be a client or they have a client
3: Absolutely. and, and it's just being so nice and kind one yeah. thing that we used to do like at photo shoots uh, when I was out in the field they come out like like once a year from Japan they're called sumo oranges and you just you just bring them to people like hey I'm gonna go run out to my car and do something really special it's like a $4 orange from Japan and by the way guys I brought a whole case for you guys oh, <laughs> <whoo-hoo>. <laughs>
2: There he is. there it is
3: uh, so there yes. you go, Ooh. amazing. Uh, they peel themselves. It's uh, this is best orange you guys have ever had. Yeah, so I, mean, I mentioned you, I mentioned
2: before the show. So he's like, I really can't these. get out of it, man. That's
3: <laughs> that's amazing. But doing yes. those little things, and then also yes. she's like, Oh, do you have two oranges for my sellers? I'm like, Of course. And we all just enjoyed oranges together. Just just be kind, and so like that twelve dollar investment, client for life. But again, that's not why we do it. You, you do it's going to make them feel good, and yeah. you just. You have that genuineness about you Be like hey look what we got look what we brought today i used to show them, like lattes and scones again from the coffee shop and just to go back to that real quick watching them all be successful now two of the baristas that helped connect me with people uh one is running their own shop in philly um she is the lead at rival brothers um also i met that owner a few weeks ago super good dude and now i'm doing like sessions there meeting with people um helping out with business coaching and then Randy, somebody else who was at Brice is now opening his own coffee shop in Heightstown. So it's just, again, we all help each other succeed. And when they left the original coffee shop, it was not like, ah, oh, I can't believe you're leaving. It's like, awesome. How can we support you as you grow? It's just success leaves clues. Uh, so you wanna follow that, you just follow that model, right? Yeah, I love that, man. We, it's funny, you know. We, we actually did an
1: agent panel in our office. We do these weekly strategy sessions um, every Thursday. And we had three of our top agents, you know, talking to the rest of the agents, giving tips and things like that. And one of our top agents, Emily Jackson, and we, and we, we talk about this all the time. Being kind. I mean, it's, it's not a hard thing to do. And, and, I, and, there, and one of the things that frustrates us as professionals, you know, we're reaching out to these other agents. We're working deals. We get frustrated on how that agent's dealing and so forth. And it's like, ah, you know, how you react to that agent. It's like you don't know. If you're going to end up doing having to do business with them again, you know there might be a listing that one of your clients wants to show. It might be something you need to keep those relationships going because it's going to it's going to come back to you tenfold later on.
3: Absolutely, you know. So
1: there's no reason to burn every bridge, you know, just because you want to get that deal done. Start with being kind. Start with being professional, and that will lead to great things later.
3: Absolutely, it it, it truly all connects together. So like even just like health stuff, I've been working on getting healthier you got to be in peak physical performance so your company can be in peak performance as well. So just work on weight loss, training, all that th- all that stuff. And time is always tight. So I actually, I hired a trainer in Canada, right? So we do virtual training sessions. Love it. Um, wow. So it, it's killer, right? And then he's like, hey, Frank, I brought on a, another tr- another guy that I'm training like out west somewhere, right? Turns out this guy is a realtor and turns out this guy who he's coaching in like the Midwest is also friends with one of our top agents. And then the two of them just filmed a, a, a commercial together that is somehow involved with like Shark Tank. You know what I mean? Like it mm. just, it all connects. Crazy. And then, then I'm at the gym and then I see my client on TV, like right on the treadmill, right in front of me, who <laughs> knows the guy I'm training with from across the world, who, not across the world, across the country, who's training with somebody in Canada. Like it just, it all connects together, right? And I'm like, hey, who's your real estate photographer? Cause like, hey, when we're out there, we might be your guys. It just, it all connects. You just need to be be consistently incredible to everybody in life and just, just be genuine because when it comes from fakeness or from the wrong place, you could spot it immediately. Uh, hot, hot, hot. Um, and we yeah, grew- have to
0: be authentic, right? And Absolutely. <clears throat> you know, I mean, we're all in the people business. Yes. Everybody, everybody is. Yeah. And the more that you spend time with people, the more you recognize that, hey, people do business with who they know, like, and trust. Absolutely. Right. And the like piece of that Um, great book, the like switch, um, written by an FBI counterintelligence agent. Basically his whole job was to get people to like him. but Mm. you take these principles, you start to apply them, right. And they start to, they plant real seeds and then how you treat other people becomes this kind of habit, right? I mean, we're from the Northeast, not everybody's born kind. Yes. around here, right? Where, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, we go down South and all of a sudden it takes me like a t- couple days to like shake the Jersey off. So yes. yeah. so sometimes so we have to understand that like, our kind <laughs> is different than like the world's kind. Absolutely. Sure. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and what I find is that the more successful people that you get around, the people that are really at that next level, right? The, the friends of mine that are shopping for planes, they're the biggest givers that I know, mm. right? They're the biggest givers of their time, talent, treasure. They, they spend countless hours just being nice to people and helping them out because none of us got here on our own. We're happy to reach back and give other people a hand up. But you only do that with people that you know, like, and trust. Absolutely. right. So it's important to find that tribe of people that are kind, right? Yeah. Like you're not going to work with unkind
3: people. There's plenty of people out there that will, and, and, right? And Let them go do that. Correct. And no hidden agendas. So like what you say about like the Northeast, uh, I travel to Austin, Texas, like once or twice a year, just for like an emotional recharge. Everybody's kind. It's all genuine. It's kind of crazy. Like people come up to us, they're like, "Hey, how you doing, man?" I'm like, oh, "I'm doing really good. How are you?" <laughs> yeah. You go to a fast food place. Hey, how are you? I'm like, "I'm doing good." They're like, "Oh, what are you up to later today?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah. you know." <laughs> and they're like, "No, Why like, are you like there's a, a yeah, in the <laughs> arise, <laughs> like, yeah." They're like, "This cool art show in town." I'm like, "Okay, cool. Thank you." But there's no agenda. Other than they just want to make sure you're doing good as well. And it's also another network I work with. Um, Allison from Twist Tours. So she's like, she works like our company in Texas. So we help each other grow. We're in different markets. So we just put our time in each other's businesses to, to, to help even give a better experience to our clients and innovate. And now we're doing that with a company in Arizona and California. Like We're just helping each other grow. And like before we met each other, it's like, oh my gosh, doing it one-on-one with nobody even has an opinion on, like that was tough. Now it's like, I can just pick up a phone call and call you be like, hey, what did you run into when you had to do a price increase? Oh, you know what we did? We sent a nice letter to everybody, explained what happened. We raised prices $5 a shoot and not a single person complained. And we're giving that money right to our photographer. So it's like, okay, great, cool. That worked for you. Because like, it, it's all about like, we have this knowledge. Others have made these mistakes. So why do we have to have mistakes be repeated when we could just learn from each other?
0: Like yeah. it's, it's, it's the power of the mastermind, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's where we took our business from six years of just me and travis to the next year growing the company to eight and the next year doubling that wow and then you know now we're around guys that are buying you know hundreds of millions of dollars worth of property and um the power of the mastermind it's huge you guys have mentors that and it's so much easier right i mean i have guys on you know if if you're not using the voxer app it's basically like a walkie talkie Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, I have guys around the country that I can just hit up on Boxer and be like, hey, uh, like we're closing 66 units today. And I don't, I have a couple questions because it's the (laughs) first time that we've had to move money around to like the property management company to get them painting today. So like, who's supposed to move that money? I don't know. (laughs) Right. And like, it's $430,000. So it's not like a small amount of money. So I'm just hitting, attorney. you know, so I hit up my, my <laughs> I just hit up the the guys that I know who've done this for many years. I said, Hey, who does this real quick? Got the answer moving on, right? Like you don't have to reinvent the wheel when you have these support systems. Absolutely. And then you have that addition creates multiplication process, right? Mm. Where your addition to each other multiplies your effect. It's, it becomes exponential in growth. I mean, it was funny because when I, when I, fired myself to hire you guys, <laughs> I was really counting my pennies, right? I was like, man, this is going to cost me more. But it ended up freeing me up so that I could Done. go do another two or three deals a month. Right. That would making me 15, 20 Gs a month. So, you know, it's it's all that mindset and you yeah, have to get the around people that are already doing it
3: and just say,
0: oh, that works. I'll do that too, right? Exactly. You don't have to reinvent the wheel.
3: No better investment than the investment in time, right? Yeah. So like our average photo shoot, let's just say it's like around $200, Right that $200 often turns into $8,000 because of a lead that'll come from one of those extra buyers that might have never showed up uh, if they were not attracted by the media that brought them there. They do the killer job with the exposure. We just give them the right product to expose, right? Sure. That's really what, it, what it's all about. And there's several use cases. One was with Justin. It was a house on Time River. Mm. Sat for six months, expired. Only difference was the professional photography, right? We did the professional photography. The price was the same when it got relisted or it increased. I'm not, I can't quite remember, but then guess what? Multiple offers, multiple buyers. And then what happens? That house gets sold and then they've captured two or th- not captured, but they're, they're now working with two or three other buyers to sell them. Another. It's all an investment. It's, you spend money to make money, but your spend is always, it's like the multiplication. Your spend is always less than what you're making. It's just putting that investment in to get that to come together.
0: Yep. We yeah. had the same experience where, you know, we'd list the property it didn't sell, professional photography. Now it's selling. And now, I mean, so we were wholesaling a lot of deals too to other investors and they all use you now too. <laughs> yeah, because, it's pretty you know, crazy. They'll, they'll go out, they'll stage <laughs> it. They'll get you out there to do the photos. <laughs> Thank the you guys will the get the listings. It's like, yeah. But you know, it's so, nice
3: that forces us to expand across the state as well, which is nice. It, it's like, all right, our people want us out here in all these different locations. Let's get there. Right. And it's having a system and a process for everything. And one thing that we do differently, it's like you want your team very happy and healthy and also emotionally happy. So one big thing that we do different with our photographers that most of our competitors do not do, it's a big secret of course, but Hey, you know, like it's all about sharing. Um, At the end of the day, all they do is get the photos to us. We don't make them edit, right? So we don't make them have that four hours of missing their whole life editing on the couch. We want that costs us more money. We make less profit margin. That's okay. But guess what? Then we have incredibly happy photographers that show up fresh the next day. And it's also, so there's a standard across the board, so somebody might be a great photographer, not the best editor. Now you're getting the same editing team and the best photographer. So it's just a total win-win across the board. And again, you've got a very happy, healthy team that's excited for their first shoot, right. not exhausted from editing right. till two o'clock in the morning. And right? who knows
2: that from experience?
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember the you exact do. moment I was on the rooftop at the beer garden in Asbury, and a couple of people that we that we both know were like, "It's time." Like my speech was slow; like I could no longer speak at a normal speed. I'm like, "All right." It is time. I'm <laughs> um, like, I have hit peak exhaustion. I need help. Yep. And it, and it's funny. Like uh, our lead photographer, Drew, is amazing. Uh, He's now actually, he's moving out to LA to pursue further business, which is awesome. We'll support him. And he might start our LA chapter. Let's yeah, see what right. happens with that. Right. Uh, But it, it truly is all about like the, those pushes that you need because they're looking out for you. Right. And that's what it all comes down to. It's just like, again, how we support each other. Yeah. And it costs you nothing. Just- just nothing. It's just time and just being there for each other. Yep. Creating strong teams. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's everything, right?
0: In the, in the grand yeah. scheme of things.
3: Speed of the leader, speed of the pack, right? <laughs> That's right. So you,
0: I know you have a couple other uh, points that you want to touch on in, in terms of tips and business growth and the things that have helped make you successful. I, I always have a question as an owner myself, um, you know, in terms of, as you're growing, staying focused on the big vision, not getting muddled down into the details and being able to delegate those things off, how have you found you've been able to do that? And what are some hiccups that you've had? And what are some successes that you've had in terms of being able to effectively delegate that stuff so you're not in everything?
3: Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, so, one of the biggest things, another one of my, my mentors that I really look up to and learn a lot from, uh, he just said it this simply you need a system and a process for everything. And where our business succeeds, we have a system and a process for it where it's just okay. It's like there's a lot of, it's a lot of gray area. Uh, delegating works, but you can only delegate with education. If you're not educating how to, to, how to make this work properly, it's not going to happen. And then the most important thing is asking for the input from the person you're delegating to. Many times I'm wrong, right? And that's okay. <clears throat> uh, my biggest thing that I love, feedback is a gift. Feedback makes us better every time. Like we almost lost like a a major client because believe it or not, actually photo quality. And it's because we were in like in a transition phase of the process. So that was immediately like, all right, we're going to fix this. And now as soon as we changed the process that made it better, it cost us more money. But again, it made us way more money down the road because we invested in in, in the process. And then now we work with about like 90 agents uh, from their five offices because one agent was nice enough to say how unhappy they were. Yeah. Now, many business owners, like when you see those like Yelp replies from mm-hmm. business owners, they throw it back on the customer. Me, I say, hey, thank you for giving this feedback. So a couple of things.
0: So a great book uh, called Traction. Okay. Um, Traction is about the systems and processes. So I'm a big vision guy, right? I'm the visionary of my business. And what we didn't necessarily have was the, we have them now, Chief Operating Officer Sean, who is the systems and processes guy. But- I wasn't the system process guy. I can't come up with it. I can't implement it. I'm not the rubber meets the road, but I can cast big vision. So they have the visionary. They have the implementer. So if you don't have an implementer in your business and you're a visionary or vice versa, read this book. It'll help you create the idea of how to implement what they call the entrepreneur operating system. And it makes you process map everything. So you really know what's going on day to day in your business. It has made us at least three times more effective. I mean, we can do $100 million in acquisitions this year with a team of four. Right. Yep. We could never do that before because now it's all systems, processes.
3: We know what it looks so, like. Yes. Marcus Lamonis, people, process, product. Right. And, yep. and that it does work. And it's so funny. The visionary and the implementer, I learned that from a book called Rocket Fuel. Have you read that? So
0: Traction written by the same guy.
3: OK, so there we go. Yep.
0: <laughs> it all connects.
3: It all comes together. Get right? a grip the third part <laughs> series of that same series. Amazing. Nice. I got to add two more. Perfect. So and then
0: the feedback piece of this, right? I, Jocko Willing talks about this and I absolutely love it. Um, there's another book called Culture Code by Daniel Coyle. Got that, Dan? He that. <laughs> he um, he basically takes the 40 best uh, cultures in all businesses across the country. I mean, not just businesses, but Navy Seals, Pixar, like you know, major culture-driven companies. And he he studied them, and he talks about what makes them great. But the moral of the story is the um the Navy SEAL team was put in the same room as the best cardiothoracic surgery team in the world. And they got invited to see them perform open heart surgery. And so the, Neil, the SEALs are up in the top, you know, what do they call that? The crow's nest and watching the surgery take place. And it was incredible. They came up, everybody's high five and they love it. And one of the guys from the SEAL team goes, so I didn't see you guys debrief. And he said, what do you mean? He said, well, do you work with those nurses every single surgery? He said, no, it's usually a rotating, you know, medical staff. He goes, look, he's like, I, you know, you guys are obviously the best in the world. He said, but what makes us the best in the world as SEALs is that before we go take a shower, when we come back from a mission, we debrief. What did Mm. we do right? What did we do wrong? What will we do different next time? And he said, it is shocking to me that you guys aren't doing that Mm. after you go through these surgeries, you've got to be constantly learning. I heard that and it blew me away. We implement that immediately in our business. Now, every single time we have something happen, like we're closing a loan, we're closing these 66 units today, right? Two and a half million dollar deal. There's a loan, there's a project management team, there's there's all these steps of the process. And what are we doing over the next five days? We're debriefing, right? We just went through a two month purchase process and we're going to debrief with the mortgage guy. Hey, what went right? What went wrong? What will we do different next time? And we're going to do that with the project management team, or the property manager team, you know, the, the agent, all those people, because there's a lot to learn there. Yes. Experience is great. Um, when you dive into the experience and you actually unpack what happened and you get to learn from that, right, that's where the real impact is. That's where the wisdom comes in. Absolutely. So asking for that feedback, looking <coughs> for that feedback is just another subset of that growth, right? You have to be focused on, am I humble enough to learn? do I want to grow or do I want to be right all the time? Mm. And that feedback of when you're blowing it is huge, right? I think we all blow it. We all know it. But if you press into the pain and let your ego to the wayside and say, hey, teach me a little bit about what I could be doing better next time, that's going to bulletproof your business.
3: Absolutely. I love that. Yeah, I I love being wrong. I learn so much when I'm wrong. It's fantastic, right? Uh, Because it's all about what are we going to learn from this and what are we going to implement because of the changes Uh, That's right. all day. What do you think –
2: future of the media multimedia business. Do you see anything
3: kind of coming around the corner Absolutely. that, that we, you're working we, on? Listen, a hundred percent. So like photos will always be the core because photos is the one thing in a real estate marketing that's going to always go everywhere. It's simple tech that'll always work. So you're always going to need that core 36 photos. that's going to syndicate out to the hundreds of the websites, all the auxiliary media uh, video definitely is going to be huge. 3d modeling is very big on the West coast. It's keeps making itself here but the biggest thing and what we're going to be not shifting to but putting a lot of time is we're going to be helping our agents develop their individual brands Mm -hmm. because that's where a lot we look where agents suffer and it's uh it's 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 often branding you know everybody's got the uh red root the two red roof logo oh, the God. logos look the same oh. the coast, and it's all love to them because it just yeah. they don't have the education to to, to do it differently right so people um, so taking it, advantage of them it, is it, what it it is. it's okay hey, yeah it's 50 uh, for this logo so everybody
2: has a logo it's not unique
3: we we want to help our agents not just we don't want to get hired just take beautiful photos we want to help them be more successful and we want to help them with social media integration how to market the property uh, and, and not just how to market the property but how to get it sold and get it at a Higher price for the seller. The seller makes more money. The realtor makes more money. And also it comes back full circle to us because we're getting hired for the photography work. But those are the biggest trends. And then also something else that like video is going to be everything in probably five years. Uh, But the main reason why we've always had the breaks on video is like the video product has to match how awesome the photography product is. So when the budget's there. We can do it. Right. And you guys invest in that. You get it. Uh, but with video, you can't just do that for a hundred bucks. Like video, mm-hmm. you got to be able to tell the story and connect it to what the buyers are going to be looking for. So video is going to be huge. Awesome.
0: Well, we appreciate you telling your story today with us today. And uh, if people want to reach you, where do they find you?
3: Uh, MotionCityMedia.com. Uh, our phone number is uh, also 732 Text call, and that blasts our whole team. Like it's all communication. So when, when somebody sends a text to us, We all get it at once. So we get like an instant response. Jump ball. Yeah, absolutely. Jump ball. (laughs) Awesome. And uh, Instagram and Facebook handles uh, Motion City Media. Cool. Check these guys out. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank
0: you for listening to the Finding Success radio show. We will see you next time.